Come on, let's appreciate Jesus. Amen. We have been, we have been praying um, since Friday and we have been waging war. And today, one thing that I'm led to speak to you, like I said, I, I said in the morning, we'll be speaking on deliverance. Tell you about deliverance. Now shout it like your voice is your shout deliverance. Deliverance. Say deliverance. Deliverance. Now deliverance, there are certain theologians that feel that Christians don't need to be delivered. Um, they feel if you're a Christian, you are already delivered. It is like saying that if you're a Christian, you are already a millionaire or you are already blessed. So you don't literally need to pray for anything else. In as much as we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places, we need to enforce that which God has already declared concerning us here in the earth realm. Amen? Are we together? Yes, sir. And in the same light, in as much as God has promised us his deliverance, we need to be able to enforce it so that we are totally set free from whatever it is that the enemy may hold us bound with. You see, as a believer, you cannot be demon-possessed. Shout, cannot be demon-possessed. I cannot be demon-possessed. Yes, when you are a child of God, you cannot be demon-possessed, but you can be oppressed by a demon. There are two different things. There's a difference between being demon-possessed and being demon-oppressed. When we say a demon has possessed you, the people demons can possess are those who are not born again, those who are not saved, those who are in the world, because their body, soul, and spirit have been captured by the devil. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. So when someone is not saved, because the Holy Spirit is not in them, they can be demon what? possessed but when you are saved you cannot be demon possessed you are only demon oppressed what it simply means is that the demon cannot possess your soul but he literally oppresses you comes you see how many of you um have seen uh, mosquitoes in your house and sometimes you are sleeping and there is that one stubborn mosquito that keeps making noise around you yeah now that is oppression they are not on you but they are hanging around you, making noise. Oh, you, you throw your duvet. You, you think you have killed them, but somehow they pop up again. Are you getting my point? Yes. Yeah, that is oppression. So it, the mosquito has not, it's not on you, but it is oppressing you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, so demons cannot possess you as a believer, but they can oppress you as a believer. And when... The saddest thing about deliverance is this. In the ministry of deliverance is that many people literally don't come to ten. They live in denial. Somebody say denial. No, they have a condition that they need to be prayed for to come out or to be delivered but they feel like oh no me i'm too big to go for prayer i am i am too big to come to be delivered out of this are you getting my point yes sir. yeah so i just want to take you through a few scriptures and then um, um we shall be able and that will help us and i know you shall be blessed by them amen amen now to be delivered simply means to be free from demonic spirits that is what it simply means and i want you to make notes as much as possible because it is going to help you when we say you are delivered it means you are being freed 
from demonic spirits. Any time, number two, you find yourself in any form of oppression, and you see that this thing of um, of 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 this thing, people say, "I'm depressed. I am. I am. Um, what else? Huh? Stressed, frustrated. They are all caused by demonic spirits. Every form of emotional um, um, instability are caused by demons." The Bible says, now let me, before we get into scripture, let me at least give you the point so that you don't miss anything. So anything like guilt, anything like rejection, anything like depression, anything like frustrations, you feel frustrated and overwhelmed. All those things are caused by demonic spirits. Now, so how do you get delivered? You know, there are people here that every night you sleep and somebody, how many of you, I mean, this is not, it's a matter of understanding the condition and God will come through for you. Amen. There are some people, you have demonic nightmares. Sometimes you can't even sleep. It's like one dream after another and it is very weird dreams. How many of you are like that? You you encounter strange nightmares. Anybody here like that? Raise your hand. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You encounter strange things at night. And sometimes you wake up even tired. Now, those things require you deliverance. And there are certain people when they are going for an interview before the interview they will have a certain particular dream once they have that dream somehow they know the interview they will fail how many of you it has happened to you before or oh, it constantly happened to you thank you yes who else when you are good thank you yes now when you are about to encounter any good thing there is something specific that will happen once that happens, that good thing just disappears dissipates into the thin air it vaporizes somehow and you cannot assess it anymore why because there are spirits forces that causes those things to happen today any form of influence of the enemy yes you are living here delivered amen your amen looks like you don't want to be delivered i said you are living here delivered amen you see, the problem is that many people, like I'm going to say, one of the main reasons why people, for you to be delivered, let me put it this way, for you to be delivered, number one, you need to be humble enough and ready to allow yourself to be delivered. Tell your neighbor, be humble enough to be delivered. One of the reasons why people don't get delivered out of their bondages is this thing called pride. Why? What do I mean by that? You see, there are certain people, they feel like, oh, you know, me, I am a head usher. Me, I am, you know, I, I lead prayer in church. Me, I mean, at my level, I, I cannot even go for someone to pray for me. And that is why you, are, you keep going through cycle after cycle, evil after evil. The moment you exalt yourself beyond natural and beyond normal and you feel like you are too big. 
to be prayed for or you are too big to be delivered you constantly the devil puts that thing in your mind so that you constantly live in your bondage are you getting me Sometimes, oh, there's a condition is called forward, and you know you have that condition. Hey, hey, me, I'm, I'm shy. You are shy. It is your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Sir. Yeah. There are certain things, especially in the house of God, you don't need to be shy about. When you know there is something in your life that needs to be dealt with, when the time comes for you to be prayed for, boldly come forward. They, let me tell you a story. One day I went to a certain church and uh, I was ministering. And uh, many of you that know me know me, I mean, especially those who have known me for many years, that sometimes there are certain things when I'm supposed to prophesy to people, I don't say it in the microphone, I speak it into their ears. It is especially when it is very sensitive and, and it might bring shame or disgrace to the person. But this particular day, I was so much, I mean, in the spirit and excited. So I was ministering. I said, I didn't even finish my um, prophecy because if I had finished the prophecy, I was going to say, whoever you are, stay there after service, go come and see me. Okay? So I started, I said, there is a man here. You went out and you met a lady. And you went out and you slept with the lady. And then before you woke up, when you, by the time you woke up, the lady had gone. And your um, um, underwear, the lady had gone with your underwear. I was going to say, if you are here, wait. And after service, I will... the man ran from the back. Sir, it is me. He ran from the back. He didn't care who was watching. The wife was there. He said, Sir, it is me. Are you getting my point? Why? Because he said, he told me from that, since that time, everything about him has gone bad. And guess what? Strangely, since that time, strangely, his horsepower was 0. 0.000. He was suffering and he didn't know. It only took grace. So after praying for him, he was delivered and he got back into himself and things started happening. Imagine if he felt like, oh, I don't want this. Me, uh, no. I was even going to tell him to wait behind and come and see me. In fact, some people, when you are even told to come and see, you will not come. Why? Because of pride. Are you getting my point? Yes. Sir. There are certain things that at the end of the day, if you allow yourself in the name of who you are and in the name of that you are a leader in church, you are a worship leader, you lead a department and so you don't go for deliverance, my friend, you'll be frustrated. And the demons will keep playing with you until you get yourself destroyed. But I pray in the name of Jesus, Jesus. that may God bring you to a place where you desire to seek deliverance. I receive. That you humble yourself enough. The Bible says that God resists the proud and he gives grace to who? To the humble. You see, when you are humble, God himself exalts you. But when you are proud, God himself fight you he says he resists the proud he himself will resist you amen amen yeah so one of the reasons why people don't get delivered is pride and if you want to be delivered you must humble yourself you know and say i need help give me james 4 verses 6 james 4 6 
James 4, 6. Shall we read? One go. Now, we all didn't read. Let's all read. One go. Mm-hmm. He says, God resists the proud. Who resists the proud? God himself. Now, this is not the devil fighting you. God himself resists you when he realizes that you are arrogant. God, imagine God himself choosing to fight you. God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So, if you really want to be graced, to come out of certain things, be humble. Tell your neighbor, be humble. Be humble. Yes. Number two, if you want to be fully delivered, be honest. With yourself and your delivery, the one that God has assigned to help you get delivered. You must be what? Honest. You see, there are people, they feel, it's like, they want to be delivered, they don't want to be delivered. Amen? Amen. Yeah. If you truly want to be delivered, you must come to a space where you are clean. And you are open with yourself. And especially when you come for prayer. You see, there are people. Let me tell you one thing. There was a day. I've said this thing before. That there are three people you should not lie to. Number one is who? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come again, who? Mm -hmm. The what? Okay, there are three people you should not lie to. Write it down. Number one is your pastor. The reason is very simple because, you see, let me give you a story. It happened in the UK. One of my daughters had a case in church in, in the UK. And then um, she came to tell me she was guilty. She something had gotten missing in, 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 in the office and she had been the one that took it. So she comes and says, Papa, pray for me. I, they are accusing me forcefully. Papa, pray for me. So when I went into prayer, I go into prayer praying for the justice of God to prevail. Somebody say justice. Justice. So because he said he she was innocent, I also go into prayer and say, Father, let your justice prevail. My daughter says she's innocent. And so justice prevailed and she went to jail. Why? Because she was not innocent. Another one who was the head of our ocean, I mean, she, she's always tell me to give this testimony anywhere I stand. So that's why I'm mentioning even her name. Now, there is something they have in the UK for nurses. When you are a nursing student, they give you some, um, it's like a bursary, about 4,000 or so pounds. Then I don't know how much it is now. Every semester. So somehow, herself and her friends, they managed to get like three or four times. You know, there are people who are smarter than others. So instead of getting one, 4,000, they got three or four every semester. So by, after four years of being in school, they were busted and they were taken to court. So when the matter, she, her friends were arrested. So when she came to me, she told me, Papa, this one, I did it. 
I am guilty. Pray for me. So, I began to pray on the grounds of mercy. Somebody say mercy. Mercy. So, I prayed and said, Lord, this one works and serves in your house. I know she's wrong. But by your mercy, save her and deliver her. So, guess what? All, they were four. All the three friends were given five years in jail. She came out with nothing. God is my witness. Yeah, because we are live. So, I mean, and this is people in London are watching. So, I'm giving you a real life story. Other friends were giving four or five years in jail for her. She came out. No jail term. Why? Because prayer had gone forth. And I was praying on the grounds of mercy. Mercy means exemption from judgment. That God, instead of judging this one, exempt her from judgment. So she got delivered from going to jail because she was what? Honest. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. So if you come to me and you tell me, and there are some people who feel like, oh, I mean, I'm, 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 if, if he's a prophet, he should know. Okay. I may know, but guess what? I work with what you tell me. Are you getting what I'm saying? So. Stay your neighbor, say neighbor. neighbor. The prophet works with what you tell him. The prophet works with what you tell him. And there are times on certain real occasions that God may not reveal your problem. Oh, do you think God reveals everything? He doesn't. There are certain times God does not reveal the situation. So if you don't come clean on what the matter is. Even the prophet may not know. Go with me to 2 Kings chapter 4. Let's read from verse 20. 2 Kings 4. 2 Kings 4. Now, there was a prophet called Elijah. Now, Elijah prayed for a certain woman who had no child and the woman got a baby and after some time the child died when the child died elisha was living in this woman's house indirectly elisha was, was a tenant in this woman's house and i want every one of you to listen to this very carefully elisha lived in one of the woman's houses the woman literally built the house and gave it to the prophet to live in Amen. So now this woman who is Elisha's um, landlady to say has a child and the child dies. Now let's go to um, verse 21. Um, let's read from verse 21. Go. Uh -huh. One go. Now let's start from verse 20 so that you hear that the child died. One go. Hmm. And when she went up and laid him on the bed, now she took the dead baby and put the dead baby on the man of God's bed. Are you hearing me? Yeah, because Elijah lived in her house. And shut the door upon him and went out. Uh-huh. Next verse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yes, the man of God was not in the house. So she ran to the man of God where the man of God is to come back. Now let's hear what happens. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Can you imagine that? The lady did not even tell the husband what the problem is. The child had died. Everybody else didn't know except him, the mother. She did not even tell the husband. Because the husband could not understand why she was going to Elisha when it was not Sabbath or it was not the new moon. Are you understanding? It was the new moon. That means, I mean, it was a new month. Let me put it that way. A new month. That means possibly she's taking the tithes to the prophet or Sabbath day. Time for um, worshiping God. She's going to worship. It was neither of these. But the woman wanted to go see the prophet. And he, she said to the husband, it is well. Tell your neighbor, it is well. It is well. It is not everything that you need to talk about. When There are some people when they have a problem, everybody in the neighborhood will know they have a problem. Imagine she lived with the husband. She didn't even tell the husband that the son has died. Now, next verse. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Now the Shunammite woman was the one that supported Elijah. Now let's see, uh-huh. So she departed. Uh-huh. Is it well with your husband? Is it well with your child? Now, this is the prophet asking that question. The prophet said, run and ask. The prophet sent the Gehazi, who, who is the servant, say, run and ask her, is it well with you? Is it well with your? Is it well with your? But what had happened to the child? The child had died. And Elisha carried a double portion of Elijah's anointing. He could call fire from heaven. But he could not tell that the child was dead. Are you understanding me? Yes. Sir. It is not everything that God reveals. That is why we teach you to pray. Why? Because, you see, prayer takes care of what is to come. And what is going on in your life. So, even if the enemy has planned evil against you. And peradventure, God does not reveal it to the prophet. Your prayer will deal with it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes. So the prophet asked, Is it well with your son? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with you? Uh huh. Next verse. And she answered, What? No, 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 no. go back. She answered, What? Do you know why? Who was she talking to? She was talking to the prophet's servant. So she told the servant, It is well, we are okay. But what had happened? That is. A woman of faith that in the midst of the negativity she was still speaking, it is what well. Tell your neighbor it is well. Tell your neighbor it is well. It is well. Tell your neighbor it is well. It is well. Yeah, she did not want to say anything to anybody, not unless she missed the prophet. Uh-huh. Next verse. And the Lord has hidden it from. Did you hear that? Yes. Did you read that? Yes. 
The woman ran to hold the leg of Elijah. And like the protocol people in church, they wanted to pull the woman away from the prophet. Are you what I mean? That's what the protocol people, it began in the days of Elijah. So when the protocol people are pulling you away, don't worry. Even in Elijah's time, it was happening. Are you getting what I mean? Yeah, they wanted to put in the woman. The prophet said, no, the woman, her soul is in distress. And the Lord has hidden it from. The point I want you to understand is that there are certain times God hides certain things from his prophets. Amen. Amen. So you need, that is why sometimes when you come to see the man of God, don't say, okay, if, if you are a prophet, tell me what is happening. Yes, there are most of you that will come to me from the time I may have never met you, I will tell you what it is that is going on with you. Isn't it? Yes. Some of you, the first time I met you, I started prophesying to you about your problem, your name, your village, everything. Isn't it? Yes. yes. I mean, the first time I met you, did we speak? No, I just prophesied. What did I prophesy about? About your baby. I mentioned your baby's name. And it was the first time of coming there. Yes. First time I met you, you were from the hospital. The doctor said she was going to die with cancer. And then I ministered to her, prophesied to her, and said the cancer is cancelled. And over 10 years, she's still alive. Amen. Are you getting the point? Yes. Yeah. There are times that God will reveal an information. There are times that God may hide the information from the prophet. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Any prophet that tells you they know everything, they are lying. No prophet on earth. Because the moment you know everything, that means you have entered into the realm of God. You have become omniscient. And no one is omniscient except who? God. Every prophet, let me just give you some notes from the school of prophets. Every prophet is limited as per the revelation God gives. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. Every prophet is what? Limited as per the revelation God gives. God can choose to give me a revelation about A or B or C. I am only limited based on the information God opens up to me. Are we together? Yes. Sir. Yes. So you need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that in as much as sometimes you need to, um, 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 a prophet can reveal certain things concerning you, sometimes you yourself need to tell the prophet exactly what your problem is. So you must be honest in the space of deliverance if you need to be delivered. Tell your neighbor, be honest. Be honest. And come clean. Come clean. Yes, you must be honest and tell the prophet, what exactly is going on? But if you try to hide information, you see, it's like if you come to go to the doctor and you lie to the doctor, you have got headache, you say you have got stomach ache. They will give you medication for your stomach ache. Isn't it? Yes. yes. If you go to, I mean, lawyers will tell you that their clients lie to them a lot. Later, they don't disclose everything. Later, they realize that ah, the client was hiding A, B, C, and D and it would have been possibly too late. Are you getting me? Yeah. So there are certain situations that when you come clean, it is for your own good. good. Now hear this, hear this. So in the process of deliverance, you must make sure you are honest. And there are some certain people, it's like they want to be delivered, they don't want to be delivered. Uh, man of God, you know, I, I really want deliverance from this thing, but it's like I still want it. Are you getting me? Yeah, you must come clean whether you want it or you don't. 
in the UK, there's a certain Asian rich man that I was called to deliver his son. The son was put in a cage. I mean, proper cage in the house. The son was in a cage. You know a cage? The way we put dogs. A big one, big cage. The, the boy was locked. So me, I went there and with my anointing, with my boys, two boys, we were going to make deliverance. I carried my bottle of oil. So as I started deadly praying, the boy started shouting like a dog. Barking like a dog at me. And we started praying, started praying. When we were pushing forward, the father of that child called the house. says, I sense that there are some people in the house. The mother said, yes. Our, our son needs help. We have taken the child to all over the world for, um, for medical help. This boy is not getting help. So I have called the prophet. He says, tell that prophet to leave my house. You, I thought you, your son needs help. Can you imagine? The man out, was out of work. The, the, the wife said, no, prophet, continue. Do you know the man came back home and literally called police for us to leave the house? Why? She, I mean, the wife was fighting, trying everything for us to stay to pray for the son. But the man said, no, this man is not praying here. Why? Because he knew the reason why the boy was in that state. So he was not ready for the boy to be delivered. Because if the boy gets delivered, there will be a counter attack on whatever it is that he has. Everything he owns would have disappeared. Why? He had swapped the boy's destiny for his wealth and for his honor and for his glory. I pray for you. Nobody will swap your star. Amen. Nobody will tamper with your star. Amen. Nobody will tamper with your star. I receive it. Nobody will swap your glory. I receive In the name of Jesus. Can you imagine? An Asian man, what a rich Asian His The son was put in a cage like a dog. They literally opened and put food in there. Can you imagine? And the boy is about to be delivered. We have, the man rushed from wherever he is, came to the house, called police for us, and told us to go out of the house. So there are people, they don't really need, they, they feel like they want, they, the, the boy has been taken to South Africa, to Bangkok, to where, I mean to Germany, to where, for America, everywhere. They are ready to pay money. But this one that they were not paying money, the father says no. Why? Because he knew that it is not a medical problem. So no doctor, medical doctor will be able to save the boy except spiritual um, 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 except the case was addressed spiritually. And when we are almost about to break through the man says no. Let's go to the next point. If you want to be delivered number one I said be humble number two, number three I say is make sure you are willing. Tell your neighbor be willing. Be 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 willing. Yes. See, if you really want to be delivered, you must be willing. There are certain people they are not willing. Let me give you one um, 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 instance. You see, you cannot say you want to be delivered from something and you are still in the thing. Yes. You want to be delivered from drugs and you are still doing drugs. You want to be delivered from certain bondage and you are still in it. You cannot be delivered. Say, Lord, 
Gott. Say Lord, Lord, help me get delivered. Help me get delivered. You see, let me tell you one of the most dangerous reasons why you don't need to be running from one deliverance minister to the next deliverance minister to the next deliverance minister is because after every deliverance, if you open up yourself, your situation becomes worse than it was. Give me Matthew chapter 12. Let's go into the Bible. Verses 43. Matthew 12, 43. Matthew chapter 12, verses 43 to 45. Shall we read one go? He goes through what? He goes through what? Now, I want you to note this scripture very well. Uh -huh. Shall we start? One go. Everybody. The screen has been made available for everyone. So please read. One go. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter and dwell there and the last state of that man is worse than the can you imagine that that is dangerous it's a dangerous thing so the bible says when an unclean spirit goes out Let's start from verse 43. Follow me. He goes through dry places. Somebody say dry places. Dry places. Can I tell you something? The best way to stay delivered is constantly to stay connected to the presence of God. When you are dry means you are spiritually what? Dry. The places demons thrive is dryness. Demons thrive in spiritually dry places. Demons thrive in spiritually dry people. When you are spiritually dry, you make yourself an abode for demons. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through a dry places. So how dry you are will determine how much demons will be able to assess you. It's a dangerous place to be. Dry places. That is why you should not allow yourself to be spiritually dry. Because when you are spiritually dry, you make yourself vulnerable to demons. Believe it or not, you literally attract them. Because that is where they thrive. Seeking rest and finds none. When he doesn't find any dry place, what do they do? Huh? Then he says, I will return to my house from which I so when they you were delivered from maybe one, one thing, then now the demon goes looking for somewhere else to land on but it, 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 he doesn't find anyone so he says, I'll return to the place where I came and he, when he comes and finds it what? He finds it what? Empty swept and put in in other words, when you are delivered, make sure you get yourself occupied with other things. 
you get yourself in prayer you get see you must have a spiritual routine tell your neighbor spiritual routine spiritual routine. and this church we have a routine every morning seven to eight in the morning and every evening i mean nine to ten we are praying nine to ten thirty we are praying one hour in the morning one and a half hours in the evening and you you say you don't want to pray because see that routine keeps you spiritually wet so that demons cannot assess you easily when you don't become spiritually connected and you become dry you become an abode for demons see when you study demonology egypt or the egyptians were a type of demons so the bible says when god wanted to destroy the egyptian army he parted the red sea and the israelites walked through it when the egyptians saw the dry land they were attracted to the dryness they got in and god brought back the waters the waters which signifies the spirit killed them why because demons can't drive where spiritual presence is oh. are you listening to what i'm saying yes I can confidently tell you it doesn't matter how oppressed you are when Saul was oppressed the Bible says they will call David to come and play the harp when he plays the harp and activates the presence of God the demon leaves Saul why because demons cannot drive where the presence of God is mm. even you when you are finding yourself in a very bad state and you begin to play worship songs in your house whether you are what somehow there is a presence of god that is activated in that atmosphere isn't it You're right. yeah so you need to learn how to keep god's presence around you if you don't allow god's presence to be around you guess what the wrong things will find themselves because when the demons leave and they come they find you swept clean and put in order now they said ah this is a good place for me to rest but I pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus. No demon shall come back to you. Amen. You remain inaccessible by every demonic spirit. Amen. If you are here, shout, I receive that. I receive the it. Lord shall cover you. The Lord it. shall preserve you. The it. Lord shall protect you from it. every attack of every demonic power. I if you are here, shout, I receive it. I receive it. Now, let's go on. He says, when he, then he goes, shall we read then? Then he goes and take with him what? Seven and now the part that is more dangerous is the seven other spirits who are more wicked than himself. And they will enter and dwell there. So imagine you had only one demon. Maybe the demon of what? Huh? Give me one demon. Demon of anger. Uh -huh. Demon of what again? Lies. Uh -huh. Demon of what again? Huh? Last let's say you had last yes demon of last in you that you every everybody that you see in trousers you go for and everybody in skirts you go for now he says now that you are and you are delivered thank god you came to church the man of god prayed and sweated and poured saliva on you you have delivered you know sometimes some of you make us shout come out come out come In Ghana, the guy that taught me to preach, he's, he's called Spiritus. So we used to do a lot of deliverance. So he, one day he called me, he said, David, I think that sometimes this come out, come out, come out. We shout and pray and come out. So he said, this is what we are going to do. 
So he said, you know, those days we put, we did a recording. You know, they have the cassette tape. How many of you know it? You have that, you remember the cassette tape? So he says, now, when we are doing the next deliverance, we will record it on a cassette tape. So we record, come out, come out, come out in the name of Jesus, come out. So we record. So he says, the next person that needs deliverance, we just lock them in the room, we play the tape, put loudspeakers, and open the volume. So we don't have to repeat the cycle of come out, come out, and sweating everywhere. What do you, it worked. It's the same anointing. Same voice. Same power. I mean, some of you, you, you watch YouTube and things and you get blessed, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same anointing. Demons were coming out of people. <laughs> yeah, so when you get delivered, now you are free and then now you don't become spiritually wet. You don't get involved in spiritual activity. What happens is that now your state gets worse. How many of you know the late Whitney Houston? What, 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 how many of you remember one of his, one of his songs, Whitney Houston? Huh? Huh? I what? I what? <laughs> Whitney Houston, one of her songs. Huh? I will always love you. Who can sing a line? Who can sing a line? Huh? How many of you can sing? You can sing a line. Choir guys, can you sing a line? You don't remember. So, the lady in Houston get de got delivered from drug addiction. And because she got delivered from drug addiction, she did not allow herself to be connected to the right people. So, she, get, she kept hanging out with the wrong people who kept enticing her with the same thing she got delivered from. Guess what? She got back. She relapsed into drugs and her state was worse. She actually died through addiction. Why? Because when you get delivered, the next thing that you need to understand to do is to surround yourself with spiritual people. If you want to be delivered, surround yourself with what? Spiritual people. People that are spiritual enough. To take you through prayer. To take you through fasting. To encourage you to pray. Encourage you to serve God. Anybody that encourages you to serve God. Is a blessing in your life. Amen. Anybody that encourages you to go to church. Is a blessing in your life. Mm. Because we have a time. There are people. The only place they will encourage you is to go to the club. To go drink yourself like a fish. And waste your life. And waste yourself. Amen. Amen. Yes. So. If you want to be delivered, learn how to surround yourself with what? Spiritual people. With what? Spiritual people. If you don't surround yourself with spiritual people, I can confidently tell you it's just a matter of time. The demons will come back and their state, current state is going to be worse than what used to be there. Let me give you the last point and then we can, we can pray. If you want to maintain your deliverance, you must have personal discipline. Somebody say personal discipline. Personal discipline. Shari say personal discipline. Personal discipline. She is personal discipline. Personal discipline. Yes. See, discipline is the gap between where you are and where you want to be. 
where you are right now and where you want to be, you will be able to achieve it through the act of what? Discipline. If you don't have a personal discipline and a personal, the write it down, and a personal devotional life. Personal, you yourself, you must have a personal devotional life. Personal devotional life. Personal devotional life. You must have a personal what? Devotional life. You must have a personal devotional life. Yourself. What? How well do you connect with God yourself? How well do you pray? How well, I mean, do you pray as a family? How well do you connect with God as a family? You must, see, when you create an atmosphere of worship and an atmosphere of prayer around you all the time, you become spiritually wet. So you become, you stay connected to God and no demon can assess you. When you surround yourself with the right people, you are able to stay delivered. And you don't open gaps and gates. You see, can I tell you something? Most of the things we are going through, we allow, we open the gates for the devil to come through. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, you open the gate, now the devil comes in, now it becomes a problem. Ah, I wish, I mean, I had not done this. I hear it. No, but, but it would have been possibly too late. The gate was open. You allow the devil to come in and then demons come in and they start to mess you up. But I pray in the name of Jesus. Yes. In the gate, you open yourself. Yes. To allow demons to assess you. Yes. I decree that gate is shut. Shut. That gate is shut. Shut. That gate is shut. Shut. That gate is shut. That gate is shut. Shut. In the name of Jesus. Let's be upstanding. I just want us to pray. I'll continue next week. I'll continue next week. Now, next week, you're going to go into the the point, the, 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 the spiritual ties, how to break spiritual ties. Amen? Amen. Yes. Tell you about spiritual ties. Spiritual ties. Yeah, there are certain things you need to be able to deal with. Somebody says spiritual ties. Spiritual ties. And I, I've always made mention of it. I, the reason I want to start with this, I want to start with the deliverance bit first. Then we come into soul ties and every form of demonic tie, you will deal with it. And I'm telling you, you shall permanently be free this year. Amen. This year we are working on ourselves. Tell your neighbor, we are working on ourselves. We are working on ourselves. So that by the time we reach into March, we'll be ready for testimonies. Mm, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. I want you to lift up your voice and declare right now that may God help you come out, deliver you out of every bondage. That anything that oppresses you, yes. today you are declaring you are delivered. Amen. Every cycle that you see repeat in your life, yes. you are declaring that you are delivered. In the name of Jesus. Are you ready to pray? Yes, sir. Now we are taking four prayer points and then we are out of here. So I want you to be serious with it. If, like I said, if you know you need deliverance of a sort and you don't pray, you are on your own. Shout in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I declare total deliverance. I declare total deliverance. From every bondage. From every bondage. Anything that the enemy has placed upon my life. Has placed upon my life. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. Let me be delivered. Let me be delivered. I declare total deliverance. 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 I declare 
declare total deliverance. I declare total deliverance. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. Absolute deliverance. Absolute deliverance. From every bondage. From every bondage. Captivity. Captivity. From every captivity, from every captivity, as I lift up my voice, as I lift up my voice in prayer, in prayer, I declare, I declare total deliverance. Total deliverance. Lift up your voice. <laughs> Sorry. 
You are taking your next prayer. There are any gates that opens in your life that allow these spirits and demons to assess you. Any gates you yourself you open to allow these oppression to come. Today you are declaring, let that gate be shut. Can I tell you, the devil cannot assess you not unless you open a door. When you open the gate, then he comes in. You literally allow him in. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, resist the devil and he shall what? Yeah, so if you don't resist him, he will come. You are lifting up your voice. Father, any gate I have opened, yes. today I command the shot. 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 Come on, lift up your voice. Shut up.
you know that, that your brother somehow you are praying taking to rehab what still the boy is still behaving the same you are declaring over that your sister you are declaring over your son that any form of gates they open to allow the devil to assess them you are declaring that gate shut and you are declaring the deliverance power over them Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. La bakada bashona na mataya. Raba baba la brasha la la branta baya. Seleme kabranta kariya bakosha. Alaba da branta kariya bakoa. Alala bashoni abalua akata. Epeleleleleles kariya bakosh. Branteriya baba la bada bashuana na baya. Raba baba la brasha la la branta Your children shall never have it. In the name of Jesus. Your sons shall never have it. Your daughter shall never have it. Your sister shall never have it. Your brother shall never have it. In the name of Jesus. See, 
if you are very sensitive, you will realize that even you, sometimes you feel like, ah, sometimes they listen. It's like you are, you are losing it. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. It is a spirit. It is not natural. Mental conditions are what we call, when we say somebody is mental, we say the person is lunatic. Somebody say lunatic. lunatic. Now, the word lunar comes from the moon. It is a projection that originates from the moon. And no medical doctor can save it. They can just manage it. It cannot be cured. We are lifting up a prayer over every one of you that is here. Yes. That every satanic mental condition, mm. whether being schizophrenia or whatever it is, yes. that pattern is broken from your family. Broken. It shall not repeat itself in your bloodline. In the name of Jesus. It shall not repeat itself in your bloodline. In the name of Jesus. As you have run to the altar of God, yes. you did not run to man. You are here because of Jehovah. Yes. And you are telling the Lord Father, intervene in my bloodline. Intervene. Intervene in my bloodline. Intervene. Intervene in my bloodline. Intervene. Intervene in my bloodline. Come on, lift up your voice. Kanabaya. Rapapakosanabaya. Rapaliabadoskanabata. Selele brancadabasota. Palua andebekabaya. Alanda madabrantalia paduata. Selelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel